I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This morning, Sydney on edge. Mask rules tighten as the Delta COVID strain spreads. Fears a hospital maternity ward has been exposed. Emergency meeting leaders to discuss a setback to our vaccine rollout. People cancelling AstraZeneca appointments. Blind spot, the highway lane change that caused chaos. And the secret to defeating dementia, how what you could eat could reduce the risk. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Sydney's COVID outbreak is spreading, with thousands of people potentially exposed as the venue alert list gets longer. The cluster grew to nine cases yesterday, prompting new restrictions across large parts of the city. Masks are now mandatory on public transport for Greater Sydney, the Blue Mountains, Wollongong and Shell Harbour, as well as all indoor venues in Sydney's CBD and seven local government areas until at least midnight on Wednesday this week. My strongest message to the community is the next few days are critical. Now, we've held off on being more heavy-handed than what we are. The maternity ward at Wollongong Private Hospital is also on alert this morning after a gynaecologist consulted one woman, now confirmed as COVID positive. An emergency national cabinet meeting will be held this morning with one topic on the agenda, concerns for the COVID vaccine rollout. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. The meeting is highly anticipated after the vaccine plan was disrupted by new health advice. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, the Prime Minister and the Premier is grappling with the impact of these new restrictions on the AstraZeneca vaccine, concerns of an increase of vaccine hesitancy. The state's also up in arms over what they say is a lack of supply. Scott Morrison will be chairing this meeting via video link from quarantine at the lodge following his G7 trip, focused on this new advice to limit AstraZeneca to Australians over 60 instead of over 50 due to the risk of blood clots. It's meant an extra two Two million people in their 50s will have to take the Pfizer jab instead. So they'll discuss how many doses of Pfizer each state will receive. The WA Premier Mark McGowan already lobbying for a bigger share for his state, 30,000 Pfizer doses he wants a week to keep up with demand. Victoria also warning that it does not have enough, slamming the rollout as a shambles. Now Australia is due to receive 5 million more Pfizer doses by the end of next month, 40 million by the end of this year. 
year. So expect an update on that after today's talks. Also tonight, the rollout facing further scrutiny at a snap Senate inquiry with the head of the medical regulator, the health department and the chief medical officer. Jody. Okay, Olivia, thank you. Health officials in Brisbane have launched an urgent investigation into how and where a flight attendant caught COVID after completing two weeks hotel quarantine. The woman in her 30s returned three negative test results during her stay. Contact tracers are now pouring over CCTV from a DFO and restaurant in Brisbane to determine any close contacts. But the good news, the woman was in the community for less than 12 hours and doesn't have the infectious Delta variant. After a month of tough COVID restrictions, there are fresh hopes life in Melbourne could finally be returning to normal. AFL fans will likely return to stadiums on Friday night with 30% crowd capacity set to be allowed. The Victorian government is expected to give the green light to this change tomorrow. We'll be in a position later in the week to announce further easing of restrictions uh, and that will be all, all of those things and all of those industries uh, will benefit. We want to get back to crowds, um, theatre goers uh, at sporting events. The state recorded no community cases yesterday but there are still hundreds isolating across the city. Federal Nationals MPs are playing down speculation of a leadership spill today, saying regional Australians don't want them to focus on internal politics. I absolutely back Michael McCormack and his leadership. I think he's doing a terrific job. Uh, the Nationals have a strong and united team. Barnaby Joyce tried to unseat Michael McCormack early last year. Some within the party believe he now has the numbers to challenge again. There's a development in one of Sydney's most enduring murder mysteries, the 1975 disappearance of Juanita Nielsen. The then 38-year-old heiress to the Mark Foy's retail fortune was a prominent campaigner against the development of King's Cross when she vanished. Today, a $1 million reward will be offered in the hopes of solving the mystery of her suspected murder. A toddler is fighting for life in a Melbourne hospital this morning after falling from a reversing car. Police are investigating how the two-year-old fell in Cranbourne East. His father said the boy's mother was slowly reversing in a driveway when the child opened the door. He suffered head injuries and was taken to hospital in a critical condition. While Australians are living longer than ever, the rate of dementia is skyrocketing. In a world-first study, Australian researchers believe they've found the key to staving off the condition and it could all come down to what you eat. It's good for your body and your heart. Now, it's believed the Mediterranean diet could also help your brain. A Mediterranean diet combined with some walking activity can actually improve cognition. UniSA researchers are confident it's the key to fighting Australia's worsening dementia crisis, launching a world-first study to explore just how much a diet high in fruit, veggies, whole grains and fish can ward off a decline in brain function. Overall, our long-term vision is to develop a diet and lifestyle program that could be used to change dietary guidelines. But they need your help. They're calling for more participants aged between 60 and 90 who live independently in a retirement village and show no signs of dementia. Those already in the trial say signing up's a no-brainer. Once you hit 60, everyone loses 
something of their memory. I want to be the best I can be in my older age. With nearly half a million Australians living with dementia and no prevention or cure currently available, experts say reducing the risk as early as possible is vital. That's exactly what this study is aiming to do. If we can just even reduce that dementia uh, incidence by 5%, that's going to lead to some significant health savings. Over the next two years, half the volunteers will follow a strict Mediterranean diet and scheduled walking program, while the rest will be encouraged to stick to their regular habits. Experts hope the results will change millions of lives. To get involved, contact UniSA. Rosie Barnett, 7 News. This week marks exactly 24 years since an Australian teacher went travelling and was never seen again. Marion Barter has been the subject of the podcast The Lady Vanishes. Today, a New South Wales coroner will try to establish what happened. It's 24 years since Marion Barter vanished. All that time, her daughter has been searching without luck. Wow, it's, it's been a very... A very long journey for me. Two years ago, she took part in a podcast. The 38-part mystery, The Lady Vanishes, has been heard 8 million times around the world. The New South Wales coroner will open an inquest on the very anniversary of Marion's disappearance. It's hard to go in there with a view that they're going to enlighten me with some miracle that they have found her. I hope they do, but I'm not very positive that that's going to be the case. Marion Barter was formerly married to Aussie soccer star Johnny Warren, but after two more marriages, she quit her job at the Southport School on the Gold Coast and left Australia for England in 1997. Family were unaware she'd changed her name to Florabella Natalia Marion Remical. There is evidence she returned to Australia under that new name and withdrew large sums of money from a bank in Byron Bay, but no one has seen or heard from her. What happened when she came back to Australia and how did she simply disappear? Because there are no, no traces of her. 19 witnesses will give evidence at the hearing which will be split between Sydney, Ballina and Byron. The police investigation will be scrutinised. Sally says until recently she didn't feel police took her seriously. Those police officers should be held accountable. If those people fall into long-term missing and they didn't do what they were supposed to do as per the guidelines, they should, there should be some accountability for that. I haven't even had an apology. Even if the inquest discovers what happened, Sally and her family may never know why. At the very least, they're hoping for answers, a definitive decision from the coroner, maybe a death certificate. Do you think she's alive? No. I'm very firm that I don't think she's alive. And you can't just vanish and be alive and well. Max Futcher, 7 News. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support has finally arrived for storm-ravaged communities around Melbourne. Defence hit the ground to help yesterday, delivering 200 much-needed generators. Now I'll be able to run refrigeration and whatnot and uh, keep the kids happy on the internet. Come home and actually do work, get some internet access, have a hot shower, cook some hot meals... 3,000 homes are still without power. 
Savings for parents worth thousands of dollars have been unveiled ahead of tomorrow's budget in New South Wales. Preschools will remain free worth up to $4,000 a year, while there'll be a revolution on the roads, with the government revealing a half billion dollar plan to drive change. It is pedal to the metal for electric vehicles in New South Wales. Uh, we want to be ahead of the curve. We want to lead the nation. The budget will scrap stamp duty for electric vehicles under $78,000 and offer $3,000 rebates for the first 25,000 buyers. Queensland has a new jewel in its tourism crown, acquiring Norfolk Island. The Sunshine State will take over providing health, education and other services that follows the withdrawal of New South Wales. Nice to see we're taking a little bit from New South Wales. First Nor Norfolk Island, next Byron Bay. Only kidding, Gladys, only kidding. The federal government will fund health and education services. A high-tech 3D scan could revolutionise the way melanoma is detected. Australian scientists are placing 15,000 people under the microscope with the aim of devising an algorithm that can be used to identify skin cancers before it's too late. It's hoped the world-first study will eventually lead to earlier diagnosis and treatment for skin disease. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week sharply down, the Nasdaq also lower, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX also lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,763 US dollars an ounce, oil is 71 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 74.87 US cents, 82 and a half Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The young asylum seeker flown to Perth after falling ill on deten in detention on Christmas Island has been discharged from hospital. These photos show four-year-old Tharnika smiling after she was declared well enough to go home. Home for now is community detention in WA. Tharnika's mother Priya has issued another plea for the family to be allowed to go back to Biloela in Queensland where they were working until they were detained in 2018. Five people have died after a school building site partially collapsed in Belgium. The victims, who were all construction workers, were killed when part of the building fell down suddenly in the city of Antwerp. Nine other workers were injured. The cause of the collapse is not yet known. Parts of Florida have been battered by heavy wind and rain as tropical storm Claudette makes its way across the US coastal states. Flash flooding hit neighbouring Alabama as well as southern Louisiana. The tropical storm also brought tornadoes to other southern states over the weekend. The Duchess of Sussex has revealed son Archie loves her first children's book in a new radio interview in the US. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. It's the first time we've heard from Meghan since her explosive tell-all with Oprah. Good morning, Jodie. And it is hard to imagine a more radically different interview than that March blockbuster uh, with Oprah back then and this one now, timed for Father's Day here in the United States. No accusations here of racism in the royal family, rather a discussion of a children's book. This is your bench where life will begin for you and our son, our baby, our kin. In an interview recorded before Lilibet's birth, Megan reveals what inspired her to write The Bench. In the story, I'm observing this love between my husband and our son, 
and imagining what it will be as they have more shared moments as our son gets older. So from scraping a knee to having a heart broken. Her first children's book has received a muted reception in the UK but has topped the New York Times bestsellers list. And apparently, it's a hit at home. Archie loves the book. Um, which is great. He goes again, again, again. But now the fact that he loves the bench and they can say, Mommy wrote this for you, feels amazing. Megan also revealing a special nod to Princess Diana. You can find sweet little moments that we've, we've tucked in there from my favourite flower, even my husband's mom's favourite flower, Forget-Me-Nots. We wanted to make sure those were included in there. There's a lot, of, a lot of special detail and love that went into this book. Of course, nowadays, Jody Archie has to share the bench with Lily Betts, so Dad on Father's Day might be reading to two of them. Quite possibly. Thank you, Tim. A quick check of sport now. New South Wales coach Brad Fittler has added experience to the Blues camp ahead of Origin 2. Dale Finucane and Angus Crichton have been added, with Jake Trebojevic ruled out with a glute injury. It's likely Payne Haas will start in place of Trebojevic, with either Crichton or Finucane going to the bench. There was an ominous warning for the Maroons yesterday as Tom Trebojevic gave the Gold Coast a football lesson when Manly defeated the Titans, 56 points to 24. State of Origin Game 2 is in Brisbane on Sunday. Essendon has beaten Hawthorne in a thriller in front of a sellout crowd in Launceston. Jake Stringer kicked four goals in a 13-point win. The Hawks had a slim lead early in the fourth before the Bombers then took control of the match. Essendon running out winners 86-73, inching closer to the top eight. Red Bull's Max Verstappen has won an absorbing French Grand Prix overnight. The Dutchman pitted to chase down Lewis Hamilton, who was 10 seconds down the road. Verstappen caught the Mercedes one lap from home. Aussie Daniel Ricciardo finished sixth after starting 10th on the grid. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a Tasman low is moving east, causing brisk winds, waves and showers to ease on the New South Wales coast. The trough and front are causing strong winds, rain and a few storms in WA's west. Around the capitals today, Brisbane mostly sunny, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Sydney showers and 18. Canberra early frost, then sunny 14. Melbourne mostly sunny, heading for 15 degrees. Hobart sunny and 13. Adelaide sunny and 17. Perth showers, heading for 14 degrees. And Darwin sunny and 32. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 21st of June, 2021.